0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper Today, now For The Last Word on travel this week with Sarah Slattery from the TravelExpert.ie, we're going to look at city breaks for all the family and Sarah we have spoken before about London and New York so I want to look at perhaps other places and start for me please in Lisbon what's so good about Lisbon for a family city break?
1: Hi, Matt. Um, yeah, Lisbon is one of my favourites, actually. And funny, when I, t- I said I was I was going to be talking about city breaks, a couple of people suggested Lisbon too. I suppose you've got, you know, generally speaking, you've got nice balmy weather there. You're on the coast. So you can also combine a beach day if you want to. It's also a really family friendly city as well. Um, Prices are very reasonable. You've got one of Europe's largest aquariums there, uh, the Oceanarium. It's fantastic. It's built over two floors, uh, 25,000 sea creatures, one of the best aquariums I've ever seen anyway. Um, And then you've also got um, Sintra, the UNESCO uh, World Heritage Site, just outside Lisbon, which is amazing for adults and kids. It's got that fairy tale-like Penna Palace, which looks like a kind of a Disney castle. Um, And you've got Quinta de Regulera there, which Kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, and my kids thought it was like Hogwarts. They loved it. So lots of attractions, but also it's just a really lovely city to go around to to walk around. Now it is quite hilly in the old town, so for anyone with buggies and things like that, you know, it might be better to stay just on the outskirts and maybe then book a tram or a tuk tuk tour or something like that to to see the old centre. Uh, but pretty much otherwise, it's it's perfect for families.
0: What about Rome?
1: Rome um, is one of my favourites too I think it's probably everybody's but it's particularly good if the kids are a little bit older I'd say tweens and teens Um, I mean everyone kind of you know would be kind of captivated I suppose with the Colosseum and the Vatican and they'll have you know learned about it in school they'll appreciate the history a little bit more and there's lots of family friendly tours there you can do um, the Vespa tour, I know we spoke about it before in your show, um, and golf cart tours, which are great for all the family. A great way of seeing the sights in a couple of hours if you don't want to, you know, walk, spend hours and hours walking. They're really, really good. Um, and of course, the food, you know, plenty of great pizza and pasta for all the kids. So uh, Rome is always a good choice.
0: Paris is regarded, I think, as a romantic city by many people to go to. But is it a good place to bring children to in a family weekend break as well?
1: Yeah, I think a little bit like Rome, the kids will kind of be mesmerised by the Eiffel Tower and places that, that, you know, that they will have seen and they will know about. It's also nice to do a little cruise on the Seine. It's a nice, relaxing way to see the sights, um, the Paris food tours are very good with kids. They do a lot of kind of chocolate chops and pastries along the way. There's particularly good uh, family ones. And then, of course, you've got Disneyland Paris there as well. It's only 40 minutes on the train straight out to Disneyland Paris. So you could do, you know, combine a sort of city and a day in Disneyland. It, it can be good for families, I suppose, who, who haven't brought their kids on city breaks before to do a bit of a combo, you know, to have something planned for the kids as well. Um, whether that maybe means booking a hotel with a pool um, so you can come back after visiting museums or sightseeing to, to the pool in the evening, or it's a case of, a, look, we'll be doing these sites, but we'll also be going to Disneyland. You know, So it's, that can be a good kind of, uh, not suggesting we bribe our kids with um, these attractions, but it can be a nice way to balance it.
0: What about Barcelona.
1: Barcelona again a little bit like Lisbon you've got the nice climate there, you've got a great beach um, and you've also got access to Port Ventura World which is one of Europe's largest theme parks, great with, with older kids while Disneyland Paris is probably a little bit more suited to younger kids and tweens, um, Port Ventura is right up to teenagers there, also got um, Barcelona that you can do tours of the new camp so great for football fans um, and also Barcelona itself is great to wander around, uh, great tapas bars and plenty of great foodie spots but there's also a magic fountain there as well that's really popular every night with kids. Now I think it's currently closed for water saving measures in case anybody checks in um, but normally that would be open as well so um, that's that's another great thing at the evening time and you've got Park well, which is one of uh, fascinating parks, it's it's just on the outskirts I think it's about 20 minutes uh, from Barcelona for with all the Gaudi uh, fairy tale like architecture that's stunning as well, a great playground there Okay, you,
0: you have another city on the list which I wouldn't have thought of, and it's an interesting suggestion Berlin. Why'd you put that on the list?
1: Yeah, just, I suppose, for something that little bit different. Um, great, again, for teens who have kind of done history in school and for families looking for something, you know, a little bit more educational. One thing I will say about the museums in Berlin is they are so family friendly. Uh, the DDR Museum, which kind of depicts what it was like in Eastern Germany, former East Germany, um, is supposed to be one of, and we were actually in it, but i just reading up about it. It says it's the most interactive museum in the world. So, but I do remember at the time, like, there's none of this kids don't touch. It's the opposite. They're climbing in and out of cars. They're touching everything. You know, it's actually really good for families. And a lot of the museums in Berlin are like that. The science museums, the technology museums, the Natural History Museum in Berlin has three massive dinosaur skeletons, including the largest skeleton in the world. Uh, So that's kind of just an interesting side to it. Plus, I suppose, the Berlin Wall and Checkpoint Charlie will be interesting routines. Like you can get your photo taken with armed guards there. And, you know, it's just, I suppose it's just something that little bit different. Also got a great zoo. You have a Lego Discovery Centre. And there's an outdoor water park in the summertime as well.
0: Okay. Now you've got one that you're looking ahead to later in the year. You're suggesting Copenhagen at Christmas time.
1: Yeah, one thing I get asked a lot um, is for Christmas market breaks for for families. And Copenhagen is a good one because you've got Tivoli Gardens right in the centre. And Tivoli Gardens is like the world's oldest theme park and it it closes down two weeks before Christmas. Uh, Well, actually, the Christmas festivities start from the middle of November right up to the 31st of December. But it closes down two weeks before that to prepare. There's 120,000 lights. You've got roller coasters, you've got um, all sorts of uh, fireworks displays, there's family rides. Everything. Restaurants there. It's, it's really, really good. And it just it's a good kind of combination with that whole Christmas market break experience. Um, and it also, as I said, runs till the end of December. So it can be good for families looking for something for two or three nights after Christmas.
0: Now, have another place that I'm not so sure ethically I'd be interested in, but Dubai.
1: <laughs> well, I was just trying to pick. I said New York. I know we talked about that before, um, and Dubai. Just for somebody who wants something a little bit different, I personally think Dubai is great for kind of three or four nights. Wouldn't be somewhere I, I you know, love. God, it's much a long longer.
0: way to go for three or four nights, isn't it? And no, an expensive it, place to go to, or is it not?
1: No, it's definitely expensive. Absolutely expensive. Um, but it's more. I think it's a great stopover destination for families going long haul. And um, it's it's. Fantastic for families. I mean, you can do pretty much everything in Dubai from desert safaris to water parks So you can ski. And kids would love to be climbing there or saying they're on top of the world's tallest building. And um, there's also the world's largest indoor theme park there. So for anyone who's afraid of the hot temperatures, that it's 1.5 million square feet. So plenty of places to cool down there as well. So I just thought it was something that little bit different uh, for, for families looking to go long haul, but still have that kind of city of course, you've got the beaches there in Dubai as well.
0: Uh, Pat in Cork says, I'm going to London for three days with my wife and two teenage daughters. Is the Oyster card the best option for getting around or would you use one of the hop on, hop off tour buses as a better option?
1: Uh, I think the Oyster card is brilliant Um yeah. really really good you need to book it in advance uh, or you need to order it online before you advance and what's great about them is they don't expire so if you're going back to London again you can use it it's valid on everything it was even valid on the trains out to Harry Potter which are a good bit on the outskirts uh, we used it from the airport like they're really really good uh, to have so I think it's kind of hard to beat that uh, personally,
0: yeah, I would be in agreement with you there. I think the Oyster Card is a fantastic way of uh, getting around. But also, do some of the cities also have special discount cards that you can use for getting into attractions? Are they worth their while purchasing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to you do your research before you go. And a lot, an awful lot of it depends on the age of your kids, too. You know, there's some cities that we all want to visit, you know, the, the gorgeous old cities with the cobblestone streets like Dubrovnik's and Venice, for instance. I remember bringing my son to Venice when he was young and, oh, my God, it was a nightmare lifting the buggy up and down all over the t- all over the time. So, like, it depends on the age of your kids as well and what kind of attractions you're going to be doing. I think sometimes some of those um, attractions that you pre-book, like whether it's a boat tour or or a tuk-tuk tour, like via tour and get your guide are really, really good for booking some of those attractions or attractiontickets.com in advance. I mean, you you kind of, it includes everything. Um, So you you, you can kind of be prepared, you know what you're doing and you've got that benefit of having it booked in advance. You're not wondering, will I get it available? Will I not? Uh, So I think some of those can be really, really worthwhile. But again, a lot of it depends on the ages of your kids, what you think you're going to be doing. Um, and, and and just I'd say to people just not to be afraid of it, because it is interesting when they're it's a different dynamic on a city break, because when you're at the beach and they're at the kids club or they're gone all day and you're not really chatting that much with a city break, you're with them most of the time. It's actually some really nice kind of quality family time. You're sitting down over dinner talking about what you've done that day. So it's a kind of thing that I suppose should be embraced, really. And um, we have so many cheap flights from to, to cities from Irish airports now you know, and you can go off peak you can go for two or three nights no need to worry about taking the kids off school in the winter time so you know it's, it is something that we should probably if we can afford it of course <laughs> do a little bit more of
0: Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie thank you for being with us here on The Last Word on Today FM The Last Word with Matt
1: Cooper weekdays from 4.30 Today